Welcome to the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. I mean, stop singer. Toss on off the first in time to get seven. Three run homer. Robinson can off the lefty specialist Fernando Abad. And the Mariners lead it five to four. Goodbye baseball. Straight away center field. Cano and Cruz go back to back. And the king when the Mariners needed him the most. Two hits over seven. Scoreless innings. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. And welcome back to Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Gary Hill here. Thanks for coming back once again. As, boy, we have quite a game to talk about. Mariners winning a wild one last night over the Angels. So the series even at one apiece after the Mariners losing game one of the series, but then bouncing back, uh, losing that one in extra innings, bouncing back and getting the win last night in a game where they had to come from behind to do it. There's a lot to unpack with this ball game. So we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to dive into this one, get lots of reaction from this ball game. Talk about the game coming up today, the game three of the series. Mariners look to get the series win. Also coming up, we welcome uh, the newest Mariner. Also, Mark Langston will be here. So a couple of conversations coming up that I think you'll enjoy. But let's dive into this one, Mariners and Angels, game two of the series. And great start for the M's on the board right away. Robinson Cano blasting one. The windup and the 0-1 swing and a well-hit ball deep to right field. Going and going. Goodbye baseball. Robinson Cano, don't you know, with his fifth home run of the season, puts the Mariners on the board. Here in the bottom of the first inning, and the Mariners take a one-nothing lead here in any number one. So one-nothing at that point. Asashi Wakumo is really rolling along. He went through five scoreless. And the bottom of the fifth, the Mariners will get some more. The 2-0 swing and a well-hit ball. Deep down the left field line. Going, going. Goodbye baseball. Line drive. Two-run home run. Gene Segura, his third of the season, jumping on a 2-0 pitch. It scores Mike Zanino out in front of him. Just fair down the left field line as it soared right over to the top of Edgar's Cantina off to the left. And it's now the Mariners three and the Angels nothing. So 3 nothing at that point. Cruz would knock in a run, make it 4 nothing. So Mariners off and rolling, but then the sixth inning, things would change. Hisashi Wakuma had really been brilliant. I mean, his splitter was outstanding. Ran into some trouble in the sixth. Mike Trout supplying a lot of that trouble. The 2-0. Swing, and it's clobbered high out to center field in trouble. Dyson quickly moving back. He's on the track. He's at the wall. Dyson leaps. It's gone. It's a two-run shot by Mike Trout, his eighth of the season. And Trout has made this a very different ball game. The lead is cut into. It's now the Mariners four and the Angels two. So you go back to the fifth inning, and Iwakuma five scoreless, but he got nailed uh, around the knee with the line drive. The one-two on the way, swinging a liner off the leg of Iwakuma. The ball bounces right over to Valencia at first. He's got it, steps on the back for the out on Simmons. That ball took a 90-degree angle bounce off the leg of Iwakuma, the pitcher, and right to Valencia, one-three the putout. Kuma 
shaken up a little bit takes a walk to the backside of the mound line drive he reached down with his glove it hit him right off of his left knee and so sixth inning just struggled to get it out Calhoun doubled Trout homered Pujols singled and that would be it and then uh, relief comes on Pagan making his major league debut his Mariners debut Valbuena would single and then Heredia would make an amazing catch and you look back on this this is a huge play in the ball game 2-2, swing and it's barreled up left field, trembled, Heredia racing back, he's at the wall, Heredia leaps it, he makes the catch! He takes it back, his second robbery of the season. Pujols tags and scores, but Guillermo Heredia crashes into the wall, reaches above the yellow stripe and pulls it back, and Simmons is robbed of what would have been his fourth home run. Just an incredible catch, he's done that more than once this year. An amazing catch in left field. Now, the Angels still add on, so they take a 6-4 lead. They score six runs on seven hits in the inning, but you look back at how the game unfolded. That was a huge play, not only to keep uh, make it out at that point, but to keep uh, that run off the board. So the ramifications pretty huge as this game would continue. Say so six spot, 6-4 six the Angels lead, no scores in the seventh. And then the bottom of the eighth inning, the Mariners start the comeback. Cruz would strike out to start the inning. Then Seager would single. Valencia would single. Heredia would ground out to second. So Seager at third base, Valencia at second. Moder would pinch it for Zanino. He would walk. So bases loaded, eighth inning, two outs. Dyson comes up big. The right-handers, 0-2 pitch, the Dyson swing and a fly ball in a shallow right field. On the run, Calhoun can't get to it, fair ball down the line. Here comes Seager, here comes Valencia. The throw to the plate is cut off by the first baseman, Valbuena. Two runs are in, and the Mariners have tied it at 6-6, six six, and Gerard Dyson winds up diving into second base safely. So 6-6, six, six, he's on board. And Segura, a chance to give the Mariners a lead in the eighth. The next off on the way, swing and a ground ball. Into the hole short, gets that through for a hit. Potter will score. Rowdy third is Dyson, heading home. He'll score. Up with the ball, Revere. The throw will go into second. Gene Segura with a two-run single here in the bottom of the eighth inning. And the Mariners have the lead. Eight to six over the Angels. Eight to six, Diaz would come on in the ninth. Calhoun would hit a home run off him for the second straight night, but with a two-run cushion to work with, he'd lock down the safe. The one-two to Pools, swing and a miss, strike three and a slider, and the ball game is over. The Mariners win it. A final score of eight to seven over the Angels tonight. How about that? Gene Machi getting the win in relief. And Edwin Diaz getting saved number five. And what a comeback by the Mariners tonight. So the Mariners come back. They get the win eight to seven. It's just a wild back and forth ball game that featured the two teams getting to know one another too. They're getting to know one another a little better. Here's the pitch. Bunted first base line. Revere thinking about it. Does not come down the line. It's fielded by Valencia who applies the tag on Maldonado only about a third of the way up the line for out number two. And boy, does that change things. Revere was 
dancing around at first base. And now Vincent and Maldonado, and it's Valencia and Maldonado. Vince, Vincent is trying to run interference, and here come the Vincents. Umpires are trying to hurt some cats. Bullpins are making their gingerly jog outs from left field. So there it was. I mean, it was just a, a big group meeting there. Maldonado, for some reason, took exception to a tag that well, it wasn't all that hard. But uh, so that added some intrigue to the ball game. Mariners went eight to seven. 12 and 16 now in the season. Angels fall to 15 and 14. Here's what the skipper said after the ball game. Yeah, it's just the way we planned it all day today. <laughs> Thought it would work that way. Um, you know, a lot going on in that ball game. You know, kind of uh, you know, a nice early lead. Kuma was rolling along, and then uh, yeah, obviously the getting hit in the knee didn't help things. Um, and uh, he, he tried to battle through. It just obviously wasn't as sharp uh, when, he, when he went back out there for the sixth and. You know, we were short uh, in the bullpen tonight, so we tried to figure out a way to piece it together. Um, you know, and, you know, tough spot to bring uh, Pagan in, but we knew he was going to have to pitch tonight, and we thought that was, uh, you know, get him in the game early and see if he gets some outs for us. But Vincent picked him up, and obviously the, the comeback late was, was huge. A lot of good at-bats, uh, big, you know, knock by Dyson and, and Segura. But uh, guy's not trying to do too much. We've had problems with that late in the games. Is just get on base, take your singles. Keep the line moving, and um, proud of our guys for hanging in there tonight. You know, things have not been going our way. We haven't played very well. I thought we played a clean game tonight, uh, which we didn't do last night. Uh, so that's a step in the right direction. But uh, nice comeback, and hopefully a little momentum going forward into tomorrow. Kind of one that you needed, right? Oh yeah, I think we're you know we need them all. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know when you, you got a lead like that, and we've had a few of them slip away this year. You know, in the middle of the game has kind of been. A uh, trouble spot for us, and still trying to, to work through it and figure it out. But um, you know, we had time to recover, and, and our off offense picked us up. Could you tell if the liner was affecting Asashi at all after that point? Uh, I think you know, I don't know how it is, and he got hit pretty hard. Um, you know, he was going to stay in there as long as he could. It just you know, he wasn't effective. And sometimes when it goes with Kuma, it goes really quick. So that's kind of what we were seeing. So we went ahead and make a change. Right off the knee yeah, I think it's just kind of below the kneecap, uh, right in there. But um, he got hit pretty, pretty hard. Don't know. Yeah, we don't know yet where, where he'll be. I'm assuming he is uh, going to be. He's tough. <laughs> He's a grizzled veteran. And, uh, you know, he'll take the ball if he can, no doubt. Before that, though, I mean, that was it looked like one of his better outings. He was really rolling. You know, mixing in all his stuff. He had a really good split finger tonight. And, and using enough fastballs up and around the zone to, to keep him honest. But, you know, he does it with his off-speed st stuff and, and keeps him off balance. And uh, big ballpark early uh, helped him out. There were some deep fly balls that, that we were able to track down. But uh, really good outing. You know, we needed it tonight. Yeah. Already a big catch today. Awesome. New outfield, exactly. Awesome. Um, what a play. You know, uh, to go back on that ball and jump, time it like he did over the wall. Huge play in the game. And he continues. I mean, the bats. Uh, the energy, the defense, uh, how he goes about it. Really, really happy for him and happy we got him. He's been a big plus for us. Why was Pagan the right move? You know, I, you know, he can go back and forth. We talked about it going into the game a lot uh, today. You know, we try to game plan on where we're going to go. And, you know, uh, early in the game versus he's going to have to pitch. So, you know, it could be the, the sixth, it could be the eighth. Um, you know, if there was a hiccup, you know, I thought we might have some time to recover, uh, which we did. Um, I, you know, I'm glad we did. It wasn't necessarily drawn out that way, but 
you know, you're kind of giving yourself. He had a couple innings to come back if he did struggle a little bit. And, you know, first time out, it's a tough spot to be in, but that's where our ball club was at after the extra inning game yesterday. Could you have asked more of Machi in this two? No, Dean was great. You know, took the ball, and, and he's going to be a nice uh, help for us. Uh, he's got some savvy. Uh, he's been around. He's got enough weapons to, to get through middles of lineups uh, in this league. So, you know, uh, we had to stretch him a little bit, and actually, you know, uh, he took the ball and he was ready to go. And I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Dice says the fans pumped him up tonight. So once he hears the crowd get on their feet, so he, he steps it up a notch. He let me know that. So I appreciate. No big knock. You know, he hung in there. He's going to put the bat on the ball. It might not be pretty all the time, but he finds a way. And you know, put the bat on the ball. He got a chance, and he find holes once in a while. Uh, I actually thought I threw the ball much better tonight. Um, I thought he was aggressive. Obviously, Cole Calhoun's seen the ball very well off him. Um, Cole's a very good fastball hitter, um, and Eddie's going to go after him. Um, but I thought I threw the ball much better tonight. It was much more aggressive. Um, the slider was good. Um, you know, Calhoun you know, put a good swing on it, and Cole Calhoun's a good player. Segura's kind of proven to be a difference maker for you when he's when he's going. Yeah, uh, really, really confident player in the batter's box. He, he doesn't matter who's really out there on the mound. He knows if he gets a pitch. And you know, I was just joking with him earlier today that uh, you know it helps you if you swing at the strikes and and uh, take the balls. He took some strikes and was swinging at some balls, but he got it figured out. So <laughs> it was a big hit, big hit for him. He had a big game. Uh, two hits, two for five, four ribbies. Scored the run. Had the huge knock in the ball game as well. And here's what he had to say after the game. You know, it's tough to come back and, and win these games. But, you know, pretty good, pretty good at bat together. The boys coming to the bench. Uh, Mori had a huge at bat. Uh, set the tone for Dyson behind it. Uh, Dyson, he's a huge, you know, two, two stripe big man for us. And I come to the and say, I just trying to, you know, two stripe, trying to keep him play. You know, something can happen when we try to play, but, you know, what we, uh, I got a hit, and it's going to be wrong there, but, you know, it's, it's, it's just some things that we can, you know, turn it up, and win the baseball game, so, uh, we're going to, we're going to get better, but we have to get better, if we really want, you know, kind of continue and move to the next level, I think everybody here does a good job, and, uh, Wise too. And, you know, as a team, uh, you, you want to you know, everything get together. You don't want to get one day pitching, one day not hitting. You want to keep uh, everything simple together, you know, pitching, hitting-wise. And, you know, as a baseball team, that's important. So Gamble had a couple hits. He scored a run. Cano swatted the home run. Cruz had three hits in the game, drove in a run. And Dyson, the big hit as well, drove in a couple, drew a walk as well. So a big, big knock for Dyson with two outs in the eighth inning. Here's what he had to say on the field after the game. Down here with Gerard Dyson, who quite often is a part of good things that happen late in games. But the comeback tonight, the fight, I mean, it's a tough thing to have that lead to lose it. But you're learning more and more about this offense and what they're able to do. Yeah, we just keep battling until the last outs, man. You know, uh, we had to come back right there. We took the lead. They came back. We scuffled a little bit in the field. But uh, we, we held our composure, and we just kept fighting and kept grinding out that bass, and we, we cracked the door open and, and busted open. 
two interesting nights for you. Last night you got the big inning or the inning that you tied it going. Tonight you kind of finished it off. How does that differ for you at the beginning of an inning, at the end when you need a run, and when you're coming up and those runs are on base? You know, they're just something special to build on, you know, to have that happen to us late in the game like this here. And uh, the way we've been playing, you know, we kind of scuffing a little bit, but we're still going out there grinding it out, playing hard every day, and uh, we're just trying to get on the roll right now. That last that bat for you, you're down 0-2 in that position. What do you have to do at that point? You know, right there, just trying not to do too much and making sure I'm recognizing what, what's coming to me because I'm 0-2 right there. He could throw anything at me, and uh, he threw me a split finger, and I, I kind of hit it off the end, and, and then it fell in for a hit. And, uh, you know, uh, Gene come up behind me, got the job done, got us in, and, uh, you know, it's just a great all-around job for the team. Got kind of a new outfield configuration out there. We saw Heredia make that great catch. What'd you see on that? I mean, Heredia been doing good. Been doing a phenomenal job for us on defense. Uh, he been playing good defense. Been swinging the bat well. And uh, you know, he just players make plays. And when you when you go out there, and he just trying to make every play to, to stop another pitch from my pitcher. You know, from throwing and and just going out there and just playing great defense and being solid all the way around. He been doing a great job for us. Good to finally get one against the Angels. I know this has been frustrating. Yeah, best believe it. We got to show up tomorrow and do the same. All right, two would be even better. Thank you, Gerard. All right, thank you. Yeah, and that's what they'll try and do, try and take a series. That's the goal at this point, just try and take series after series after series, and they'll try and do that tonight. 7-10 first pitch. Miranda will get the ball for the Ams. He pitched well last time against Cleveland, a very good offensive team. It was a struggle to start the game, but settled in and gave the M's five and a third of two-hit, one-run ball. A solo home run was that walked a couple and fans seven in a three-to-one win in Cleveland. So he'll try and continue that. He has a face of the Angels this year. Meanwhile, the Angels, well, they have some injury woes with their rotation as well. Richards has, of course, been out. Tyler Skaggs on the DL as well. So the Angels will turn to Alex Meyer, former Twins prospect, former first-round draft pick of the Washington Nationals. He has bounced back and forth between bullpen and rotation. He's had some cups of coffee in the big leagues. He's pitched uh, once so far this year. It was a start against Toronto on the 21st, went three and two-thirds, two hits, two runs, earned four walks and three strikeouts. Just seven, uh, ten games in his career, seven starts, and holds a 6-5-4 career ERA. So we'll see if the Mariners can take this series against the Angels tonight against 7-10 first pitch. And then speaking of DL, Texas comes to town. Their injury woes continue to mount. Cole Hamels, they just got the news. He's going to be out for a long time. Of course, Beltre has not made his way back either. So Mariners, an opportunity here with the Angels for one more, with Texas coming in, try and take a couple series in a row. So we'll see what happens starting tonight. Right now, we're going to hand it off to Aaron Goldsmith, who's with the newest Mariner who we saw for the first time last night. Emilio, a very exciting special day for you, your first time inside the Mariners clubhouse as a major leaguer. What are your emotions like today? Uh, just trying to take it all in. Um, very humbling experience to being here with, you know, with the Robbie Canoes and, and the Nelson Cruz and Felix Hernandez. It's just um, an awesome feeling and uh, just trying to make the most of it. Well, we still see the remnants of your blonde hair from the WBC. We didn't get a chance to see you pitch all that much for the Mariners because you were with Team Puerto Rico in the World Baseball Classic. What was that experience like for you? 
Oh, it was awesome. I mean, coming up, you know, that close to a championship, to now for the second time in a row, um, to see the way the island came together. Um, you know, I haven't spent much time over there, um, but my family is very proud to be Puerto Rican and and to be able to resent, represent my family and my family's island um, was an awesome experience. What were your conversations like with your parents when you found out that you were selected to pitch for Puerto Rico? Um, you know, just they told me they were proud of me, proud of all the hard work I put in. Um, there was a lot of crying. Uh, um, you know, just just I can't even put it into words. Just a feeling of excitement, uh, happiness. I mean, it's just awesome, awesome feeling. What have been some of the first guys? Who have been some of the first guys that you met today? Of course, you saw a lot of these guys in spring training, but it's different now that you're here and we're in the month of May and it's a regular season. Uh, the first guy that was in here today was uh, Nick Vincent. Well, he was the first guy that I saw. Um, he just welcomed me and, and, and um, told me if I ever need anything, to get, you know, that he was here to help me. And um, and then Edwin Diaz, who I was with in the WBC, um, and I played with since rookie ball. So that, that that helps to have some familiar faces around. Not to digress too much, but if you've been with Edwin since rookie ball, what's it been like for you to see his transformation, his progression to be where he is now today? It's been awesome. I mean, Edwin's been electric since the day that I first met him. Um, you know, he was a starter then, um, but you could see he had the potential to be what he is now. Um, a back of the bullpen, electric, you know, lock the game down kind of guy. Um, and it's been fun. It's been fun to watch him grow up. When the first time I played with him, he was, you know, 17, 18 years old, and I was 23 coming out of a senior in college. So to see him, you know, mature into his body and, and what he's come into is pretty awesome. How many Mariners fans, Emilio, have had a chance to see you pitch? What's your self-scouting report? Uh, um, I pitch uh, on that red line, uh, very aggressive, uh, a lot of intensity, a lot of emotion. Um, and, and I just try and, try and compete for the team as much as I can. And your repertoire? Uh, forcing fastball, slider, and a changeup. When you come to the major leagues for the first time like you are today, you, I know you said earlier you want to kind of take it all in, but is, is there any advice that you've been given so far as to what's the best way to do that? Because that is certainly easier said than done. Um, it's funny I mentioned rookie ball because uh, Chris Prieto is our manager there. And, um, you know, he just told me to be myself. Um, he's seen me for probably longer than anybody else in this organization has. Um, he just told me to be me um, and, and that, being me was good enough that if I tried to do anything more, that's when the game speeds up. Um, so if I just come out and be the best me that I can be, I, I can help the team win, and, and that's what I'm looking forward to do. Chris, among other things, oversees the Mariners. Uh, replay review command station here at Safeco Field and also on the road. And finally, Emilio, how did you get the news that you are coming to the major leagues? Uh, last night after the game at Tacoma, um, our clubhouse manager pulled me aside and said that um, our pitching coach needed to talk to me, um, and they brought me into the to the um, – to the office and told me that I was going up. Emilio, congratulations once again. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And now back to Aaron, this time with former Mariner throughout the first pitch in game one of the series, the lefty Mark Langston. Hey, Mark, it's always good to see you, especially here in Seattle. You, we're going to have to talk about a, a very special first pitch coming up in just a few minutes. But before then, let's talk about the Angels a little bit. Man, it's kind of a new year and the same story for the Angels. The disabled list is just uh, piling up for Mike Sosha. Tyler Skaggs on the DL, CJ Crone on the disabled list. It, can you believe that it's another year of so many guys getting hurt for the Angels? Yeah, it's unfortunate, and especially right at the beginning of the year, Garrett Richards, he he's made his first start, was only able to not even get through five innings. He ends up with some arm problems. They, he still hasn't picked up a ball since opening the opening week mm -hmm. of the season. Uh, Tyler Skaggs, who was – 
kind of our number two guy, just went on the DL. He threw in Texas, pulled a right oblique, and now he's out for potentially three months. Uh, those are significant blows. The same thing that happened to this team last year, uh, right out of the gate where they lost their number one and two with Garrett Richards and Andrew Heaney. Both those guys went down. Andrew Heaney had Tommy John surgery last year. Nick Tropiano had Tommy John. We weren't going to have those guys in play at all this year, but losing Garrett right out of the out of the gate yeah. is like losing Felix to, for you guys. It's he's our ace. He's our most important guy. And then having kind of Tyler Skaggs, who was everything was starting to get figured out for him. Now on the DL uh, is is like losing our number two guy. So it's uh, it's two big blows, and you parlay that with a bullpen with three guys that were going to go to spring training compete for the closer job. All three guys now are on the DL. So. Uh, Mike Socha's got to pull out of the hat yeah. to find a closer, and they have. Bud Norris has done a great job for the Angels in the closing role, but uh, the injuries, they are what they are in baseball, and we see it, everybody. You guys are not immune to it, as neither are the Angels. Albert Pujols is approaching his 600th career home run. You look at the all-time RBI list, he's passing guys like Ken Griffey Jr., like Ted Williams. What has it been like for you to watch history being made in front of your eyes every night? You know, and you see it the other way with the on the young side with Mike Trout yeah, breaking right. records on the young side. So you're seeing Albert historically crawling over the, the legendary names, and you're seeing Mike Trout at the beginning of his career climbing over those guys at the beginning. So it's it's an unbelievable bookend type scenario. But to see Albert, uh, it's not the Albert Pujols that he was with St. Louis Cardinals, where he was hitting 330, doing so much damage, 50 doubles, leading the league in walks. It's not the same Albert, but it is the same mind. And that is the thing that, to me, is so impressive with Albert, uh, is he never gives an at-bat away. He is focused in every at-bat. With runners in scoring position, this guy's eyes get really big, and he knows exactly what to do. He knows how sequencing, how pitchers like to pitch to him with guys in scoring position. Uh, and he changes his at-bats with guys in scoring position. It seems like he's he will use the right side of the field way more than he does with nobody on. Uh, he's a pro. Is is it's crazy to look at some of the numbers that he's approaching, and some of the things that he's uh, the records that he's blown by. And the, and the beautiful thing about Albert, Albert goes, hey, I I have the rest of my life when I'm done playing, I can look at these numbers later. Right now, I'm focused on trying to win and help this team win. You you got to love that when you hear that out of one of your superstars. Hey, Mark, speaking of records, you are all over the record books for Mariners pitching. In fact, just outside the broadcast booth, we have a, a life-size Mark Langston leg kick on the wall in the Mariners' timeline. You're truly one of the best pitchers in franchise history, and tonight this is the 40th anniversary of the Mariners after all. You're throwing out the first pitch. Oh, what are your emotions like right now, Mark? Yeah, it's so cool to do it anyway. anyway. It's yeah. such a thrill and an honor to be able to do it, and especially here in Seattle. This is where I started. This will always be my home you know I always feel uh, every time I come up here not only with you guys are a blast to hang out with but it always feels home just you know went up to Snoqualmie Falls yesterday to have breakfast so uh, there's so many things here that are, are just bring back such great memories and just have you know for them to ask me to do this uh, you know in their 40th anniversary is, is quite an honor and who's catching it Rick Griffin, of course. My boy Rick Griffin, who uh, used to patch me up when I was with the Mariners, is still here patching guys up. So uh, he's the best. I texted him yesterday, and he, you know, he said, absolutely. He said, nice and, you know, please be nice and easy. I go, if I can make it there, that will be a, uh, I will, that'll be a feat. Mariners head athletic trainer Rick Griffin. Good stuff. Hey, Mark, this is always fun. Thanks so much for the time. Anytime, Aaron. Love it. Two.
and two the count on Baines. Now Mark looking for number two zero zero into the wind and the two two pitch on the way and it's a swing and a miss and he's done it. My oh my number two hundred Mark Langston our hat is off to you certainly he and Dwight Gooden are the only rookies in baseball history to have 200 strikeouts and lead their respective leagues. Mercy, what a job by Langston. Number 200 is rung up on the board. See you later!